Hello and welcome to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. A show about empowering and motivating you to broaden your mind. Now, here is your host, Sonia Larey. Good afternoon, Whispers, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host, Sonia Larey. Certified Lifestyle Relationship Counselor, Educator, and Motivational Speaker. I am so excited to be here with you guys today and to be able to have this great discussion. You know, I'd like to welcome all of our new listeners uh, to the Whispers community. Thank you so much for logging in and to sign on with us. Thank you. I appreciate everyone's support. And don't forget, I want you to join the conversation live. You can call in at 516-595-8091. Once again, that's 516-595-8091. So as you know, I like to start our episodes off with a little housekeeping, and this is no exception, you know, to make sure that you're registered for our VIP listing so you can receive your cocktail or your mocktail of the episode. And wait a minute, guys. Like this one today, this is great. We have a delicious Kahlua hot cocoa. Yes, we are doing the grown version of hot chocolate. Oh, my goodness. Yay, me. It is so good. Once it cools off a little bit, I definitely will take a sip of it again. It is so good and so creamy. So, you know, the mocktail version is just a rich, yummy, dark, hot cocoa. So if you want to get in and get your mocktail or cocktail of the episode, I have done something great for you. I've put a live link in the description of this show that you can just click on and register for our VIP listing. Hey, are you interested in being one of our sponsors or advertising your brand via Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays? Well, email our fabulous branding and marketing director, Miss Lindsay Miles, at whispersinabottle at yahoo.com. Well, look, Whispers, I know it is getting so close to us wrapping our first season. I know, I can't believe it. It seems like we just started out and it's ready to start you know, finishing up and wrapping, but don't worry, don't worry. We don't wrap our season until December 11th, and guess what? On that show, I have a special guest, and I'm teasing you right now because let me tell you something. You are not going to want to miss this episode because we are literally taking the stigma away from anxiety. Oh, my goodness. Wait till you hear. This is going to be a must-listen-to episode, and the person that's coming, the book, you're going to love it. So don't forget, mark your calendars. December 11th, we're going to have a special guest. And you know, you can take us anywhere and everywhere that you go now. Why? Because we are on Spotify and Google Podcasts. Yes, we are, as whispers in a bottle. Just go there and click and follow and take us wherever you go. And, you know, 
how much I love to get social with you guys. And thank you for everyone who's uh, recently followed Whispers in a Bottle um, on Instagram. You can find us on Instagram at www.instagram.com slash whispers in a bottle underscore podcast. We're also located on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash whisper in a bottle. And notice there's no S there. And we're also on Twitter, located at www.twitter.com slash capital W-H-I-S-P-E-R-S capital B-O-T-T-L-E. Yes, Whispers Bottle. And make sure you put it in the way that I spelled it, because I've heard that many of you have tried to find us but couldn't because it's capital W-H-I-S-P-E-R-S, capital B-O-T-T-L-E. So let me ask you, Whisperers, are you ready for this week's episode, How to Handle Setbacks? Oh, my goodness, this is going to be great. So listen, if you want to get in on the conversation, you can call in at 516 516- Five nine five eight zero nine one, and guess what? Blog Talk Radio has heard us, and they have opened up the chat box for us that you can drop your comments in. And you know how I monitor my chat boxes; I love it. So let's get into this: how to handle setbacks. Let's get a clear meaning of what the definition for setback is. So it means a reversal in progress a problem, difficulty, or issue. Okay, once again, that meaning is for setback. It's a reversal in progress. So it means that the reverse of your progress is set back. A problem, difficulty, or issue. You know, we all have major setbacks in our life that we're faced with. And let me tell you, I'm no exception and or am I excluded from this whatsoever? Because I've faced some major setbacks in my life. Some people tend to deal with setbacks and challenges better than others. And psychologists have identified the three broad ways people fall into when it comes to dealing and coping with setbacks. And that's what we're going to get into today. I'm going to help you identify the three. And then we're going to move forward and we're going to figure out how we're going to put good building blocks in to really face these obstacles and these problems. So when I started out this conversation, I told you that I'm no exception to the rule of setbacks. So I'm just going to tell you briefly that I was faced with a major setback come into my career. Uh, Many of you all who know me and have followed me or have gone to any of uh, my discussions for motivational speaking have known that I originally came out of the music industry, that my career started off as in music. I was a singer and ended up that as I was in music and I was doing things and progressing forward, I had a night that I was so sick and I was on stage and my head was killing me. And in turn, I went to the hospital after the show and I received. I got a spinal tap. Spinal tap ended up going awry, and I was rendered paralyzed. I was in a wheelchair for five and a half years. And needless to say, that was a major setback in my life, major, because literally 
I went from being on a high and you're young and you got things going on and then it stops suddenly. So how do you face and overcome that type of setback? Oh my goodness. So let me just give you the three types of people or the three categories that psychologists say people fall in. There's the problem-focused coping situation. The second one is emotion-focused coping. And the third is avoidant-focused coping. We're going to discuss and we're going to dissect each one so you can see which one you fall into, and I'm going to tell you which one I fell into. So the first one we're going to discuss is the problem-focused coping person. This involves uh, attempts to resolve difficulties by taking steps to remove threats and find solutions. And here is a better way to understand this. This type of person uses like problem-focused coping. They're able to narrow down or pinpoint their attention to the problem and not let other um, competing activities get in their way. They don't get um, distracted from what they need to do and how they need to move forward with any issue, any problem, or how they're coping with this setback. So that's the first type of person. The second type of person is the emotion-focused coping. And these types manage one's emotions so when they get upset, they are in control of their emotions. They are in control of the feeling or the dynamic of what is pushing them. And an emotion-focused uh, coping generally involves take, talking through the experience with support of um, others. So they kind of like, they're kind of like their coping ability is like talk therapy. And these individuals, they need to talk about things. They need to go through the problem. They need to mull over things. But it's expressive. They have to express what exactly is taking place. They need help from others or outside of themselves to understand and to really get a full focus view of what happens. So that's the emotion focus coping. And the next one is the avoidance focus coping. That's the type that the person tries not to think about the situation at all. It's almost as if it didn't happen. They find ways to shut off their feelings, shut off their emotions, shut off the reality of what happens. And these type are more likely not to face the issue until it starts to become overwhelming. And they end up a fight or flight type of action. So I know you're trying to think like, well, which one do you fall into, Sonia? Which one were you? Well, I am the type that literally... I am a problem-focused coping type of person. There is the problem, here is the situation, now how do we fix it? And that's how I deal with things. I'm a person who looks at it realistically, needs to weigh out my pros and cons, and then move forward on a full action plan. And that's exactly what I did when I went through this situation. And I also had a great support team behind me. So... I like to say coping is much like uh, riding a bike. I know that sounds silly, but if you listen, I'm going to tell you why. See, 
it involves knowing when to shift your weight. So if you ride a bike, you know that you have to shift your body weight a little bit. When to bear down on the pedals and when to hit the brake. Because if you don't know when to push the brake, you will smack into something or you will go into a crash. And this is what coping skills are like. They are learned. Just as you learn how to ride your bike is how you learn how to cope effectively with setbacks. And that's what coping is. That's what setbacks and coping strategies are, is how we maneuver and shift our mindset to deal with that situation. So the first step must be to recognize your own patterns of coping. So if you don't recognize your pattern or you don't really know what your pattern is, you may be surprised that if you ask someone close to you to say, well, how do, how do you think I handle things or how do you think I deal with stress? You may be shocked what they tell you. You may be a person that you fall in one of those categories or you can fall in two of the categories even. There's people that are focused, but they're also emotionally drawn. So they have to, they're focused on like, I got to get this done, but they have to talk through it as well. And then you have those that are emotionally drawn, but then they're avoidant too. They have to talk about it, but then they're not going to take action on it. So what you have to do is if you find that you are locked into a habitual avoidant way of coping, then it's worthy to think about it, about getting some guidance or advice. And as a certified lifestyle counselor and a therapist, I work with clients on several exercises when faced with setbacks. And that's what we're going to talk about is when we're faced with setbacks, what are the course and what are the things that we need to do to move things forward? Now, if you have a comment or you have a question that you would like to present, please feel free to drop it in to our chat box, or you can call in at 516-595-8091. So we focus on a few elements that I, as I stated. So the first thing is that I always tell people that you have to do is look at your attitude. Remember how you feel feel influences how you think and behave. This means you have to take a step back and evaluate. Evaluation means that we're looking at it. We're glazing over the full picture. We're really kind of going to graze and focus on certain elements. And when something bad happens, take a step back and we're going to refocus and then we're going to do a couple of things. One, what is the problem? Ask yourself, what exactly is the problem? Two, am I the only person facing this problem, or is this something that others are facing? And how were they able to cope with it? And is there something I can take away from what they're doing that could apply and help me? And if you apply these questions, you you may find that new perspectives, on the ways that you're handling and coping with stress and setbacks. The second thing is change. Oh, that's a major. That is a major. Because the way that we handle setbacks is the way that you will move forward in things. But if you don't change, like make those, make some of the changes in your daily routine or the way that you think or process through the setback, 
you will never overcome it or you will never overcome the situation of setting yourself back again with the same thing. So the smallest changes can make the biggest differences to the way that you think and the motivation of things that go forward for you. And the third, of course, is support. Seek out people who can support you. Research has shown that um, having a strong support system has many positive benefits, um, such as a higher level of well-being, better coping skills, which we're talking about with regards to setbacks, and longer and healthier life. And studies have also shown that social support can reduce depression and anxiety. And see, that's what people don't realize, that with setbacks, that's what happens. It is literally a cause for distress. It's anxiety. It's a lot of things that go into it because setbacks are major. They're major obstacles. But it's how we focus on them. Because, see, a setback can be this. It could be your way of being able to recaliber and just kind of change the trajectory of that situation. Because sometimes we may need to just change it up a little bit because it's not as bad as we think. And that brings us to number four, positivity. I am a firm believer in that thing of positivity. The end of your day, you should have positive notes. I I always talk about ebbs and flows and your highs and your lows. And this is the thing. You have to celebrate those little things. And when you have a setback, it's not that it is a negative thing. It can be that you just need to take a look at what it is and go from there. Because those are the things that keep you moving forward. And the positivity and energy that you're going through is incredible. Um, So the next thing is this. How do you put this into action? Focus on the good things. Practice gratitude. Keep a gratitude journal and give yourself positive affirmations. So what I want to do with you all now is I hope that you all have your pens and your pencils out because I'm going to now challenge you guys to something. And I want you to take advantage of it, and I want to hear about it. I want you all to even email me after you do this challenge. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. It's going to be the 30-Day Healthier You Challenge. What is it? The 30-Day Healthier You Challenge. So for 30 days, I want you to do the following things. So get ready. You're going to take take the notes here. Because we're going to put these things into play. We're going to go for number one. Give yourself a positive affirmation each week. So for 30 days, I want you to give yourself a positive affirmation every single week. Or every day, excuse me, every, every week. Give yourself, once a week, give yourself a positive affirmation. Um, be mindful of um hold on just a second i'm so sorry one minute here um if you're not able to sign in uh let's let me try to get you guys on again and um because just go to the home page of my uh station i'm getting some messages that a couple of people weren't able to sign in 
Uh, but if you try now, you should be. The show is already going on. And um, But everything on our end, and we even have everyone signed in, and we just had a couple of people that said they couldn't get in. But um, I see others are in, and I see the chat box is live. So, you know, try again, and hopefully you'll get in. But let me keep moving on so you guys don't miss the 30-day challenge here. So be your second thing is be mindful of negative statements or contractions you make to yourself. So contractions are like, I can't, I never, I don't, or I won't. Be mindful of those things that you say to yourself. I want you for 30 days to journal what you are grateful for. What you are grateful for. I also want you to change one habit that is holding you back or keeping you in a stagnant growth mindset to keep you from moving forward when you do have setbacks. The next one is to celebrate your accomplishments, be them big or small. I want you to celebrate them. And the last one is be mindful of your posture. What are you saying? Yes, your posture. Because believe it or not, poor posture affects your mood, your mindset, and your energy. So I want you to be mindful of how you're sitting and how you're holding your body because that will bring in negative energy. So for 30 days, this is your 30-day Healthier You Challenge. I want you to give yourself a positive affirmation each week. Be mindful of negative statements or uh, contractions you make to yourself. For 30 days, journal what you are grateful for. Change one habit that is holding you back or keeping you in a stagnant growth mindset when it comes to setbacks. Celebrate your accomplishments, be them small or large. Do deep breathing exercises and be mindful of your posture. And after this challenge, look back and see how this has helped you and how you have changed negative behaviors or maybe the way that you look at the setbacks now. Because, you know, this is the thing. I read a great article that was in, um, it was in, the, in Forbes, and it was saying that whether you slip up or you get overwhelmed, it's the way that we focus and look at a, a, a setback. And it was always it reminded us to remember why you started something or where, where you want to go with something so you don't stay focused on the setback. Um, if you, if you kind of Google it in the uh, article, it's um, six strategies. It's called Six Strategies to Blast Past Setbacks and Achieve Your Goals. It's a great read, and it's in Forbes, by the way. Again, it's in Forbes. And um, so – Once again, I want you to do that challenge for 30 days. I want you to take the time to really kind of focus on what it is and how you are and to remember that, as I stated, what category do you fall into? Are you a problem-focused coping type? Are you emotionally focused coping? Or are you avoidant in your coping? Look, I have been able to work with people and to set up goals and things to help them to move forward when it does, when setbacks do arise. Because like I said, in life, this is a natural thing that happens. I don't care if it's in your career, if it's in your uh, relationships, 
your health, things happen, and that is natural. And that is a part of life as we move forward. And look, I'm loving being in this space with you all and being able to talk to you all about topics like this and being able to bring a great conversation forward because we all need good coping strategies and different ways that we, you know, overcome setbacks. You know, I use um, I use a lot of people as examples, and I also use Tyler Perry as an example because he had such major setbacks, and he was really faced with some major obstacles. But the way that he dealt with his setbacks set him up for success. And that's the thing. When we look and handle our setbacks in a certain way, and take them underhand and dealing with them, we can actually set ourselves up for success or you can set yourself up for failure if you don't deal with your setbacks correctly. You know, I'm a firm believer in positive thinking, and most of you know that I speak about this all the time because if positivity is not there, you can't get yourself past certain things. And I want you all to realize that setbacks in our lives sometimes are our learning and our building blocks as well. I know for myself, the major setbacks that I have faced and the different things that I have overcome have also helped me in a way of putting my life together and putting definite focus onto things. And no matter what it is, because when you own a business or you are uh, working on a daily basis, you're faced with things that you have to really kind of focus and take your mind to a different place because mindset is so important because setbacks actually work on our inside and that mind that overworks and becomes stressed is how we end up not being able to cope with it. You know, I want to hear like how some of you all have even coped with major setbacks. Feel free to email me your stories and I would love to share them even with uh, when we have our open mic and that we do Ask Sonia. I would love to even share some of them with our audiences. So feel free to email me at whispersinabottle at yahoo.com. And look, I love being in this space with you all and I, I really can't believe like our conversations come up and they wrap so quickly too, because it just seems like we're always like just getting in and just starting to really talk about things and to, to just kind of launch into our discussion. And it's almost time for us to like say, okay, well have a great weekend. You know, um, I also want to make sure that you all don't forget that we're going to have a special episode on December the 11th with regards to, um, you know, taking that stigma away from anxiety. And also, um, don't forget that each week we're in here and this is a safe zone, so you are free to speak and to express yourself and with no judgment. So thank you for listening to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host, Sonia Loray. Certified Lifestyle Relationship Counselor, Educator, and Motivational Speaker. And don't forget to tune in next week for another great topic on how to recover from a toxic relationship.
You know, guys, have a great weekend, and I look forward to us getting back together again. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.